It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the SEC Insider Hit, and it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. And good morning. Welcome in. Out of bounds. Our friend Mike Natillier, NFL Insider, covering the draft for well over 30 years. It's right around the corner. Gonna get him to share a draft story here coming up in just a second. How Sean Payton, I guess among others, fell in love with Reggie Bush out of Southern Cal. Man, oh man, did he turn the country upside down? The Trojans, Pete Carroll, and uh, Reggie was a highlight reel. Now I think he does an amazing job on TV with uh, with the Fox Game Day show. But Mike Dettelier joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. Watch it on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. We bring in WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike Dettelier to the show. Mike D, walk us through the story on uh, the how and the when with Sean Payton and the Saints and and when he fell in love with Reggie Bush and then, of course, Reggie becoming uh, the number two pick in the first round for the Saints that year. Yeah, he didn't think he would get him, to be honest with you. I think he was the guy that they would love to have gotten um, pre-draft. He, uh, Sean spoke about it, that he was the guy, but they thought he was going to go to Houston and Charlie Castle uh, was a GM there. And... Uh, Sean had his eyes on Jake Cutler. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> that was one of the things he, he eyed up Jake Cutler pretty good. And it, he didn't know about Drew, how quickly he could come back from the surgery. Uh, there was some talk of trade down uh, because that would have meant they would have gotten Mario Williams, who ended up going the first overall pick. And so, you know, they were still kicking that around, and then the word got out of Houston that they were going to pick Mario Williams. And that was it. You know, uh, Sean 
immediately turned over. They got a lot of phone calls about Reggie. I know the Jets were really interested. Uh, so were the Titans in Reggie turned it down. Uh, Reggie's people got in touch with Sean and said, listen, Reggie would rather not play there. He he would rather go somewhere else. And um, Sean gave him the famous uh, F.U., and we're going to pick him. <laughs> and that, I mean, that, that was Sean. And, and Reggie has said the exact same story Sean told uh, Bobby and I that, you know, he told his people, hey, uh, you can, you know, you can holler all you want. We're going to pick you. And that's just the way it is. And so. So Reggie uh, wanted to go to a bigger market and, and the Saints had yeah, not. He wanted to go. They to had not market. won like Sean would eventually win over the next 15 years. So he was thinking losing franchise and New Orleans is small. Right, Mike? Yeah. Another thing, too, is this is less than a year from Hurricane Katrina. Right. And so there's a lot of things swirling here uh, at this point in time. And, um, and, you know, I'll give it to Reggie. You know, once Sean gave him the comment here, I don't care if you like it or not, um, Reggie went along. He he was great. He really was unbelievable. Uh, the longest lines I've ever seen for an autograph. Um at one time, I would have put Drew Brees in the number one spot, but Reggie would have been a close second. Wow. Oh, yeah, we had events Reggie signed, and it, you could barely see the end of the line. Um, and so, yeah, he was he was unreal uh, with it, and he turned out to be a, you know just a terrific player. He wasn't maybe the superstar player he was at USC, but he was a really good player. He was. Uh, as a runner, receiver, return man, and boy, when him and Deuce, when Deuce was healthy, and and they had that one-two tandem, it was they were difficult. They were really difficult to go up against. So, um, but yeah, Sean had made up his mind long before that. You know, if Reggie's there, we're gonna pick him. But I think he would even admit, and he told us, I didn't think the Texans would pass on Reggie. He didn't think Castle would go with Mario Williams. And Mario ended up being a really good player in the NFL too now. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against what he did, but I think they felt at that time, and I think most people did, that Reggie would end up in Houston. And didn't turn out that way, and that happened the Friday. That's when the draft was Saturday and Sunday. And... Um, yeah, it happened the Friday afternoon late on a Chris Martinson report. That's how Sean heard. Mort. Yeah, Mart Mart got it and, and he got it directly from Castley that that was going to be the case. And um, Sean started drawing up plans for Reggie at supper time. At that he 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 had went eat out that night. He had told us he had was eating out and drawing up plans and. Uh, he said, sure enough, that phone call came in from Reggie's people about, you know, I'm I'm really not sure what you guys are going to do, but uh, Reggie'd rather not play in, you know, in New Orleans. There's a lot of different circumstances with it. And Sean gave him that famous line, just two words, and he's going to get picked by us, like it or not. Mm-hmm. Mike Dettelier talking uh, Saints, Reggie Bush. Mike, do you- 
I know you remember. You remember the Monday night football game against the Vikings where he took two back and almost took a third almost back? Almost a third. Yeah, he stumbled at, at around the 45-yard line or 40-yard line or something. Yeah, he was, man, he was fabulous. He really was. Now, early in training camp, what we saw was he always thought he could outrace people to the edge mm-hmm. because he did it, you know, in high school and college. It wasn't the case in the NFL. And uh, I think it was a real learning experience for him that, hey, the NFL was going to be a little different. The only cat that, man, I saw, and I saw veteran players doing this, was when they decided Reggie had sustained some injuries. And so they moved on from Reggie, and they went to Darren Sproles. (laughs) And, okay, you look at him on the hoof, and you take a look at him, and he's five foot five. And, you know, maybe 190 pounds or so, soaking wet. And the first time he catches a ball out in the flat, and you saw him pull away from people. You saw those veteran players. Hey, man, what, next rep? (laughs) Hey, rookie, you in there. (laughs) You get in there going up against pros. No, they didn't want nothing to do with it. (laughs) They didn't want nothing to do with Darren. Again, you know, I hear this all the time, and I can't build a team off outlier players. You you can't. But there are always people that don't fit the mold. Darren Sproles was one of those guys that you looked at him, Bo. I could have snuck him into a high school game. Mm-hmm. And people, it, they wouldn't have known size-wise until he touched the ball. But, man, he – in practices, Reggie was unbelievable in the practice sessions. Now, he had to learn that not everything was to the edge. Sproles was a different guy from even Reggie in that you saw veteran guys skipping them reps. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with him. <clears throat> it, it was uh, quite the difference uh, seeing the look on them the first time they saw him run with the ball or touch the ball, or, you know, catching the ball coming out of the backfield. He was he was phenomenal. Uh, he really was and really ended up being a really good NFL player. If there was an NFL Hall of Very Good, Darren Sproles would be in there. Oh, I don't think there's – I loved him. I don't think there's any doubt. So with Reggie, um, what what – I mean, it was kind of a circus because he was such a star coming out of college – what was he like? I mean, I actually went out to training camp just because of Reggie Bush when they had the training camp at Millsaps. Yeah. My, and I don't run out to 120-degree practices just to, you know, watch it that stuff. It was brutal. Um, those practices. Brutal, all right? And this is before you and I knew each other. I'm sure you came up too. But uh, the, the only reason why I went to Saints practices as media when they were at Millsaps, is because of Reggie Bush, Mike. Yeah, he was he was good with the media. Uh, you know, you could tell he was um, experienced. He he knew not to handle some questions which may have been sort of controversial. He you know he kind of walked around it. You could tell not a lot of guys were like that. He was though. He he really was. Uh, he was experienced with the media, handled it well. He was a superstar. He was really the star before Drew. Yeah. Okay. And then we didn't know anything about Drew 
because, you know, watching him in practice, I'd have a song throw a football more than 15, 18 yards downfield. And Zach told me this story later. Like, why you didn't see it? He couldn't. And then he said, by the third preseason game, Zach said, I saw him throw a pass that was about 25 yards. Because they had told him, hey, listen, it's all of a sudden going to happen for you. And then, you know, Drew became Drew. But it wasn't until, like, the third preseason game that year that we saw it. Training camp, man, I'm wondering, how are they going to make this work? Because you could tell Drew was so accurate. But the ball didn't go downfield much. Um, and, you know, I was wondering how they're going to make this kind of work with that's going to be their offense. And then we saw him throw one. Um, and I, I'm going to say it was like 25, 28 yards downfield. And <clears throat> I had a friend of mine who was on the staff, and he had tipped me off, hey, listen, we think some, it's getting closer because he's feeling stronger in the shoulder. And sure enough, he whipped one out. <laughs> it was dead on for about like 28 yards downfield, mm. and, and Drew became the guy. But Reggie was the star even before he took one snap <clears throat> because those credentials uh, that he came in with, very few people um, picked by this organization had. Um, now, it was a different world. Archie may have come in with more fanfare because of the fact he was from Ole Miss. But it was a different world in 1971 than it was back in 2006. Totally different world. And it would be totally different today uh, with, Reg, with a guy like Reggie coming to the Saints. 